Get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. This podcast is supported by one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange platforms, Bybit.com. Sign up today and get up to $1,000 in bonuses and coupons. You can also join a $400,000 trading competition along with other contests where you can win Bitcoin prizes and so much more. Just go to bybit.jasonsherman.org to sign up. That's bybit.jasonsherman.org. In today's episode of Future Tech, I want to give you guys 10 reasons how robots could make our lives easier and better. Now, we've seen a lot of science fiction movies over the years, like Star Wars with C-3PO and R2-D2, and how those robots helped uh, Luke, Leia, and Han, and Chewie. And we've seen iRobot, where the robots took over the world, or Terminator, where the machines took over the world and started killing all the humans. But, you know, they, they don't always show us how robots could be helping us. I mean, there's a really good movie or a book by Isaac Asimov called Bicentennial Man, which I really, really enjoyed with Robin Williams was the movie. And it shows you how a robot could actually help a family. And so here are some of the ways that I noticed over the years or that I think robots could help us. And the first is by helping our kids, especially during the pandemic. I noticed a lot of families, a lot of parents have been struggling to not only take care of their kids during the day while they're trying to work, but also teach them at home. Now, of course, not every parent wants to leave their kid alone with a robot, but let's say the robot is programmed in a way where it really can't hurt your kid. Well, the robot could be the kid's teacher, could take him outside to play. While you're busy working, the robot could make sure that the child doesn't drown or doesn't get hit by a car because the robot is programmed to make sure nothing happens to your child. But it has a screen so it can be interactive and it could be, you know, maybe a touch screen. It can teach your child how to speak languages. It can teach your child how to play instruments. It can teach your child every kind of subject because it has a wealth of knowledge in its head. It doesn't have to open up a book or, you know, look something up. It is the internet. It has all the knowledge. The second thing that I feel as though robots could help us with in some way is Zoom meetings, right? Video meetings, teleconferencing meetings, all the meetings we've been doing during the pandemic where everyone has what's called Zoom fatigue. Well, I mean, I know this sounds silly, but they have these kind of robots with a tablet on the head where you, it kind of walks around the office or you're all around the office and your face is on it. So you could be kind of traveling around an office with your face on, a, on an iPad screen. And so you're not just sitting, you know, at a desk or whatever. You're like, you know, you could be walking around doing something right while the robot is also walking around or you guys are all together in a conference room and it might be silly or whatever, but it also makes it more fun. So I, I feel like robots could potentially make it so that you could be at an office virtually in a robe on a robot moving around and doing things going to the next office where the person is sitting in their robot right and and so it's it's kind of silly right but it would also make it so that you're at the office but not really at the office so maybe maybe it's an option who knows number three would be gardening right i mean again during the pandemic i've had more and more plants that i had to take care of because they kept growing and i kept you know propagating them and, and like cutting them and making more and more plants and there's a lot of people that have a lot of land with, you know, possibly a garden outside. Maybe you don't have a green thumb. Maybe you have a brown thumb, right, you know, or a black thumb. And you're not doing so good and your plants are dying. Well, a robot could go outside and knows the techniques, knows how to do it properly, and knows how to plant all the garden for you. You can have food. You can be growing food. Your robot could be growing you food without you having to worry about it. 
or it could teach you how to do it so that you can grow the food or the plants. And then that way you have like a gardener, right? A, a gardener helping you. They could even drive to the store and pick up the supplies for you or they can or walk to the store or whatever, right? These robots are autonomous. They can help you do whatever it is you need to do without having to you know, worry about the consequences that you might have uh, because you don't know how to do it. The fourth thing I think would be keeping your utilities in check. So for example, uh, if, and this is, we're talking about like an automated smart hub in your home. It's not technically a robot, but they are smart objects, right? Turning the lights on and off, um, optimizing your air conditioner, uh, which you kind of have with the nest, right? So we're kind of using these things. Maybe in the future, when you're not using electricity, it starts getting stored and the smart robot in your house starts to put that electricity into a battery. Like I think we've seen this with Tesla. They're creating the smart battery. But there's so many ways of optimizing things in your home. And this robot can turn things on when you enter the room. It can put on the morning news for you. It can start the coffee pot. It can do these things that you would normally have to do yourself. But it knows because it knows your schedule, it learns it, and it'll make your life at home a lot better and a lot easier. Number five is a pretty big one, in my opinion, especially, again, I keep saying during the pandemic, but the pandemic really has showed a lot of gaps in the market for what works and what doesn't work. And although I had a lot of takeout and a lot of people have had a lot of takeout to support local restaurants, there's always a chance that you get a meal from a restaurant that you did a takeout and it just didn't come out right. The pizza was sloppy. You know, the the salad was missing, the dressing, the meat was undercooked, the vegetables were, you know, overbaked, whatever the problem is, right? We could have robots in the kitchen preparing meals efficiently, properly, and without worrying about what time it is, if they need to take a break. You know, there's so many things that, you know, there's a lot of human error when it comes to cooking. And so this would be a big way for robots to, you know, integrate into societies to become our cooks. And being a cook, I think, would be a number six, would be to be your cook at home. I got to be honest, I don't like to cook. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm a meal prepper, so I'm always preparing meals for the whole week, whether it's breakfast or dinner. And, you know, I just don't like not only cleaning the dishes and the pots and pans, but I don't like chopping up all the stuff and cooking all of it. It's because it's time consuming, right? I would much rather have a robot in my kitchen preparing the vegetables, chopping them up, cleaning everything, washing the dishes, you know, basically doing all the work and just putting the plate down of food for me to eat. How great would that be to come home or to just, you know, whatever it is you're doing and the robot sends you a message on your phone says, you know, sir or ma'am or, or they or there, you're food is ready. Okay. And then you sit down, enjoy it. And then he can sit there or the robot can sit there with you and have a conversation with you about your day if you want company. And that would be number seven is keeping you company. So let's say you are eating dinner and you, and you want to talk to the robot. Maybe you can just ask the robot questions. They can answer you because they know all the answers or they can just play music for you or the screen on their chest can play Netflix for you. And it, it knows what you want. It knows what you want. So it'll, it might just automatically sit down with you and start playing Netflix for you. Maybe you can ask questions while you're watching it and it can look up all the commentary from the directors and the producers and the fans and it can show all that for you. I mean, how great would that be to have like a, a, like a Rotten Tomatoes kind of 
built into your robot so you can just know what's going on with the stuff you're watching. Or you can learn. You can learn languages. You can learn music. You could do all these different things while you're eating or while you're gardening or while you're exercise. Your robot could help you do lots of different things because now you have a companion. You have someone to spend time with. And during the pandemic, a lot of people suffered from social isolation, which caused depression and fatigue. And, and so having a robot companion could help for a lot of people who are introverted and don't have a lot of friends or family or people who live in remote areas and don't have a lot of access to, to large communities and things like that, or people who aren't religious and don't have church and, you know, so on and so forth. There's people out there who would benefit from a robot. Number eight's not that big of a deal, but I thought about this the other day when I went to the grocery store and I saw an elderly woman with a cart with all these different bags of groceries. And I felt bad because I could tell she was struggling putting them into her car. So I was a good Samaritan and I asked if she needed help putting the bags into her car. I told her, ma'am, you, you can sit in the car while I do it. Like we, we both had our masks on. So you can sit in the car. I'll take care of it. And she just kept thanking me. She tried to give me money. I didn't accept, of course. But I put all the bags into the back of her trunk. I closed the trunk and then I, you know, I waved goodbye. And she didn't even check because you know I went like this with my hands so she could see I didn't have anything in my hands just in case. But the point is, is how great would that be for an elderly person or a disabled person, someone in a wheelchair, whatever, going to the grocery store with a robot? The robot can pick all the things that you want. You can point or you can tell them or they know already because you typed it in your phone and it has the list in their, in their memory banks or their CPU or their, or their hard drives or their artificial intelligence, their neural network, whatever they have. They know what you want. You can go with them. They can pick it out for you. You can make sure you get the right stuff and then they can check out for you and they can carry it all to your car and they can carry it all into your house and they can put it all away because the last thing I want to do when I get home from grocery shopping is putting all this stuff away. So having a robot to take care of your grocery shopping would be just immensely helpful. Now, number nine might not seem like a big deal and it probably isn't, but I still think it would be helpful. And the reason why I was at the park with my dog the other day and it was finally about 80 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. So it was warm outside. It was sunny. And I couldn't believe I saw this, but an older woman, and she wasn't that old. She might have been in her 60s. And her younger son, who was probably about 40, he was kind of carrying her back to the car as she was complaining about the heat. And I thought to myself, well, wait a minute. It's been winter for six months. It's been freezing cold and dark. I've been so dying and waiting for the sun and the warmth to come back. Here it is. And this woman is complaining about it. And here's what and I heard him say to her. Don't worry. Don't worry, mom. I'll get you back at home in the cool air conditioner. And I thought to myself, I'm not turning my air conditioner on for another month or two, at least till June or July. So I thought to myself, what if I had a, this robot companion who comes with me to the park to toss a football or to play, you know, paddle ball or whatever, whatever you, cause like a lot of times I go to the park with my dog and I'm by myself and I don't have anyone to interact with. Right. So it'd be really cool to have this robot companion at the park. Now let's say this woman had the robot companion with her and he has a built in air conditioner and he's just pushing cold air onto her as she's walking now and maybe holding an umbrella up for her. Now she's at the park in the beautiful sunshine with the trees and the breeze and the animals and a robot companion with an umbrella pushing nice cold breeze on her. 
that would, and I just thought of that, and I'm like, that's possible. It's 100% possible. And that would be another thing the robot companion could do for you. And I saved number 10 for last because this is a big one. We kind of already have them with these smart watches, these, these Apple watches and other Fitbits and things like that. Health. What better way to keep track of your health than an AI robot that has all the medical knowledge in the world can monitor all of your statistics. You can maybe do a finger prick and it can do a blood sample and it can constantly check your insulin levels, your cholesterol. You know, it can check, maybe it can do some sort of uh, scan of your body and it can see if you have cancer or, you know, some other cardiac problem, you know, a heart problem. I mean, I don't know what they're capabilities it would be in the future but imagine having a robot companion who is also like your medical kind of assistant you know maybe it says you know you're dehydrated drink some water and it goes to get you some water or you know it says your your blood sugar is low and it brings you a snack whatever it is this would be very helpful for a lot of people because the medical industry is huge a lot of people have health problems and you have to wait to go to the hospital or wait to go to the doctor and it's a lot of back and forth and I think that a lot of people don't like going to the doctors and don't like getting medicine. And maybe the robot knows how to not only diagnose you, but also maybe it can get you to medicine or knows how to make the medicine. You know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying this is something that I feel like robots could be very helpful in. And before I leave you guys, I do want to mention one more bonus. I was at the grocery store once again, and I saw this robot going down the aisle beeping and cleaning the floor and i thought to myself that would be fantastic if we had robots constantly cleaning spraying wiping dusting vacuuming stores and public places outdoors and indoors constantly cleaning and spraying antibiotic or virus killer spray whatever and then that would eliminate the virus right so pandemic cleaning robots we need them everywhere <laughs> So that's pretty much it in terms of what I feel like robots would do for us. And I would love to know what you think a robot could do for us that I might have missed or that other ideas you have or where what utilities we might see in the future, what you think we might see. And leave them in the comments and I'll answer every single comment that I get. And as usual, I will see you guys in next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.